Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life. Join us by webcast, video or podcast. Hello, and welcome back to Travel Market Life. I'm your host, Ryan Haynes, and in today's episode, we're going to be looking at design hotels and the importance of hotel technology. There's an abundance of hotel collections around the world, many created by those passionate by a certain theme, whether it's luxury, independent, eco, spa and wellness, or design. In this episode, we speak to Simon Swatlick, the Director of Commercial Strategy and Analytics at Design Hotels to discuss the trends in hotel collections, the development of the design hotel category, the importance of tech and digitalizing experiences. Travel Market Life. Hello, and I'm welcome now by uh, Simon Swathalik, the Director of Commercial Strategy at Analytics to Design Hotels. Uh, hi there, Simon. Thanks again for joining me. Hey, you and I had the opportunity. How are things going? Yeah. Very well. Thanks a lot. How are you doing? All very well. Thank you very much. Now, you and I actually had an opportunity to have a good conversation at the International Hotel Technology Forum in March in Vienna this year and look at some of the developments that are happening across the industry, particularly from a technology and digitalization standpoint. Um, and in particular, you know, there is quite a few bit of representation from hotel collections. Now, as I said at the mm -hmm. beginning, you know, there's a lot more of defined hotel collections. Mm. It seems to be a bit of a trend today. Um, and I know that design hotels has been growing as well. So, you know, what, why is there such a trend for such specific hotel collections? Yeah, I mean, that's true. I think I, we observe that too. So I think people are really um, primarily looking for reaching um, larger audiences. So I think often what we see in our conversations is especially new built properties as well, which are extremely design focused or even in remote uh, locations, right? So we have some new hotels in like the new destination called Zumba or like quite remote destinations in, in, in Mexico, which you would just find by by yourself often. So I think a lot of our hoteliers are looking for that additional exposure, reaching different audiences and communities that they that they won't be able to reach otherwise and um and in addition to that of course people also um like to be taken by the hand um a little bit because in in our case we also have people that are not uh, hoteliers by training and coming from different industries um and that's why there's a large piece of us also hand holding that on from a from technology perspective helping them with these types of setups distributing them to different channels and um, and also from a sales perspective so also connecting them with other travel influencers or travel agents across the globe so there's a possibility for hotels to meet people around the world from you know, let's say LA New York to to European destinations or Asia to meet relevant people that they can present their products to so that's of course helpful for them too. And obviously, you've got to be tapping into that consumer interest there um, and the sort of experience there's looking to have. And I guess architecturally as well, that mm -hmm. experience within a hotel can be particularly unique, um, especially for the type of designs uh, that you can get. Uh, are you seeing a lot more investment and a lot more consideration there from actual investors, hotel investors, to, to really go for these more unique concepts today? Yeah, exactly. I think we do see that a lot and that makes it almost harder to differentiate for us, right? Because we, um, I think somebody in, in, in our portfolio team who looks after was trying to acquire new, new members as well is said that there's a lot of cute hotels, things that are having, you know, 
interesting looking or modern design and modern furniture but it's actually for us it goes a bit further there's 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 really supposed to be a character within the hotel that primarily comes is driven by the the owner behind the concept and and creating a very unique um, concept instead of just having some pretty furniture and that's i think what what people also feel when they book a design hotel that's also a bit of an expectation that there's a bit more and more edge to it than than just being pretty or modern like that from an architectural perspective yeah, let's have a look. Yeah. Let's have a closer look then on the design hotel mm. side. You know what sort of trends you're seeing. I mean, you obviously we sort of have the interest from consumers and and, and what sort of experiences mm-hmm. they're looking from a design hotel. But then we obviously have those developments that are on the horizon. Um, you know, what are the new um, design aspects that are really um, going to be coming out uh, and are going to be part of the industry over the next coming years? Yeah, I think we're looking more at, at the CRM piece and looking at guest data, which of course is a is a big topic. But I think that has changed a little bit. While revenue management, it feels people have been talking about that piece a lot. That real guest data piece is is some is at least more interest even for a for a smaller boutique or medium sized hotel, which hasn't been the case before. And where I think people were just sending out, I'd say, blast emails to their consumers there's more of a appetite or interest to understand consumers better and capture data in a more segmented way to be able to, to, to have more targeted communication and then even expanding that to, to the different channels that you can use. And, you know, is it just only email or how do you piece that together with, with other communication forms through WhatsApp or other, you know, chat functionalities and, and, and guest communication pieces and bring that together. Is, is, does that mean that sort of like beyond sort of like just how the, how the hotel looks that a design hotels really need to be crafting the experience, the digital experience in that as well, that uh, the infrastructure, the architecture, so to speak, is not just sort of like how it physically looks, but how you're digitally yeah. engaged. Yeah, so I, I I think we sometimes also in a strange way might be able to like go against the grain from that perspective. While while we I think want to have a really great digital experience, almost or very not great, but a, a digital experience per se prior to arrival, then it's often I think almost an upset. How when do we take tech away in terms of a, a digital detox of how do, when do you take away the digital piece in the in the guest stay? Right, so I have one example where there was a French hotel which was recreating the hotel experience of the French at the French Riviera of the 50s. Right, so of course there you maybe want to take away the text message how you stay is or when the yoga class is because and you want to rather send a postcard that the sailing trip is at 10 10 a.m. You know, so it's it's funny to to also think about when do we, is, is there going to be this tipping point where people are like, well, actually, I just want to put my phone away and I, I don't want this piece in, in, in that experience like that. And I don't say that as a, I say that as a person that loves tech and looking at how we can optimize and streamline everything from, the, from that perspective. But it's also interesting to think about, you know, when are we deliberately not putting it in there? And I think that's something that's, that, that crossed our mind as well. And, and, and especially for the experience, that's, that's probably going to be a cool and interesting thing to consider as well. 
That's really interesting when you say that. I mean, it hadn't really crossed my mind in all honesty with you, Simon, mm. that you might have, you know, a cutting edge, innovative, architecturally designed hotel next to mm. a, a 1940s um, sort of hotel experience. I mean, they're, they're both designed. They're, they're, they're both sort yeah. of um, are breathing the, the same sort of theme around sort of that um, visual ex and, and um, personal experience you can get in the hotel. But obviously... The, the way that you deliver that you need i guess you need to be looking in deep down into so what as a hotel do you want to stand for what does your design stand for and uh, what do those experiences you want to be delivering yeah. to your guests yeah yeah the architectural piece and and, and the, the creation piece is more of an artistic drive that we have and it less of a digital drive i think i would say and then but to enable that um the digital piece is interesting especially in the automation piece and streamlining the operations in the in in the back of house that type of thing and of course also um the, the more digitalized the the pre-check in is the more experiential the check-in can be because you don't have to hand over your passport and type in this and sign here and sign that so the more you can remove that of course the cooler you can create that non uh, non-administrative aspect of things as well so there is of course pieces where where the digitalization and the technology can assist can assist that like that but i but i don't think it's just blanket always tech is better it's also being like oh maybe we should take it away sometimes too is what, what, I'm, what i'm wanting in on yeah really go down into the principles and values of the property what do you stand for and what is that mm -hmm. guest experience and will it add or will it actually take that um experience or that feeling you want them to leave with away and and obviously you you don't want that you need them to take that feeling away from them away with them uh, and to be sharing that in, in a positive way whether that's through reviews or, or with their family and friends at home uh, i mean you, you, you've yeah. talked about the role of tech and particularly the importance of data and crm um but I guess that the big challenge for a lot of hoteliers, because you're working with independents, um, there'll be smaller mm -hmm. properties right through to, I guess, larger resorts. Um, it's really about defining the type of tech stack that you want and the partners that you mm -hmm. want to work with. Um, you, you, we mentioned just, just before we came on to record that yeah. um, there's such fast differences um, in firstly where properties are. Um, in, mm -hmm. in the tech stack of evolution, but also the type of tech partners um, that they could work uh, work with. Where, what, what sort of con consultation do you have with your um, hotel partners around identifying right partners and uh, trying to build a tech stack that's going to be relevant for that particular property? I think that it does start with with looking at the basic functionality. So at least that's where my head is at the moment in in the PMS. In the PMS piece and how how to build build around that and 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 allowing the flexibility in there and also reducing the cost through these open API structures that really enabled even to to think about you know installing a CRM solution because often previously the interface was more expensive than the actual you know third party tool that you maybe want to use for for a CRM solution. Um, so so definitely the PMS piece with the open API has has opened up that that box to even start playing with that for the smaller independent space, which was often otherwise going to be too expensive to even, to, to even play. And, and the struggle actually, when I, when I got concrete with these things is, is, um, and I just felt like also many, many of these PMS vendors would be like, yeah, of course, you know, uh, we serve the whole world, but that's really not the case. Right. So there's of course the, the few more legacy vendors that really serve 
primarily most of the globe because they, I think they have to cater to the big chains there. But often with the newer players, that's really not, the, not so much the case because we have these tricky ones. I mean, there's the Montenegros and, and Vietnam and, and a couple of like difficult um, um, countries where that gets quite, um, where they won't be able to, to, to handle. And I mean, it doesn't have to, we don't have to have to go so far. Like Greece, for example, or has like difficult, you know, police forms that you need to fill in or send like every single invoice to the government, which, which not every PMS wants to deal with anymore because that's really hard to, to keep up with these governmental changes and, 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 and Italy. So it's not even like two crazy destinations where you have to, I think there's East is this thing that's called where, where you have special police uh, reporting within every state of Italy. It's not like Italy by itself. It's Umbria does it differently than, you know, so, so it gets more hard than you think when you think like, oh, well, I'll just use this one vendor that we really like. It's like, oh my God, like, um, and we've really ran into a lot of like uh, roadblocks with these, with these types of things like that, even though it seems like, well, you just choose one of those API, like open API guys and you're, you're done like that. That's not my experience at the moment. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard something similar um, in more in relation to taxes, local taxes, local tourist taxes. I think it's in Spain. No, I, I, I might be wrong with that. Anybody who's listening and has an answer for me, please comment. Um, but uh, I think that they have maybe different taxes or the way they collect their tax, their tourist taxes are, are different in different places. And so obviously some of them you need to pay them as the guest arrives. Um, and obviously you need that API in place. So uh, I, I'm not surprised that some of the time it's just better to have a look at your regional providers and those that have the open APIs and specialize in understanding what, what those requirements are. Because you say you need to abide by the laws, the taxes and um, all the other policies and regulations in every country. Exactly. That's a very, I think that's, that, that's, that's where I end up now as well in, in that sense. Uh, um, and so, yeah, we always have to connect to one CRS. So that's why we make sure that those vendors then you know, work in, in tandem there as well. We have interfaces to that CRS. Um, but yeah, it's the, I think that's the right way to, to go to look at the local stuff because it's also the producing stuff about how much you can you save the passport or you should not. Or like, I mean, there's like, it varies so fast, like in so many countries. And it's hard to, if, as you said, like we have 60 countries, I think, and, and 300 hotels. So I, I didn't actually didn't expect it because it was going to get so complicated, actually. Yeah. And I, I think that's a lot of the time, you know, when, when people enter the hotel industry, they suddenly realize how many different property management yeah. systems there are around the world and how different some of the policies yeah. are across different continents and countries. Um, and, you know, one of, one of the things that we sort of noted at IHTF as well was a disparity in the digital adoption within the hotel industry, um, mm -hmm. how you've got some of those, um, it may even be a small proportion of hoteliers that are really early adopters of innovative um cloud-based technologies that have a full digital tech stack um, and then um, obviously those with the legacy providers that are sort of limping along waiting for either mm -hmm. the proper uh, the pms to be you know off-site and in the cloud or, or still waiting yeah. for the property management system system to be accessible to other apps and, mm -hmm. and systems and um you you said that you know I guess firstly mm. it's essential is to really look at your property management system, identify what your needs are, but above and beyond mm -hmm. the property management system, you mentioned the CRM. Um, are there any other sort of like essentials uh, that hotels need to be thinking about in their um, journey to um, developing their tech stack and, and digitalizing some of their processes? That it's still step-by-step. Step, and I've heard people say that now when you do many of those yourself, you kind of see that it's like, you can't do like CRM, RMS, like, you know, Keating or like automated door locks, like at the same time, it's really a step-by-step -step process. I think that need to like um, project manage 
because it's 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 not just flipping a switch in in all these cases. It's always more work that that you need to really work through in that case. So really taking that time to have a look at your entire tech stack, build a plan of action, mm-hmm. and then setting those priorities one by one, and and working closely with your mm-hmm. your vendor your vendors to make sure they're able mm-hmm. to help you with uh, meeting the needs of the hotel. But as as we just mentioned, um, also yeah. the other and policies. But that's a good point. I, I don't. I don't know if 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 that is really what ha- what is happening. So that might be interesting as well to to reconsider because I think you're often left alone and and in as a hotelier, I think to to do that work yourself. And you need to go and and find I think people who've done these transitions um, for you like that in advance to be able to even you know anticipate the the pitfalls in that context. And the, you don't get it from the vendors that are of course rightly trying to sell their products but it's 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 i don't think the vendors are often and probably want to look at the pms side to help help build that whole stack for the hotel then or they could i think deliver more really final question i'd, I'd love, love to hear from you is that some of these design hotel properties that you've got coming onto your books at designhotels.com um, are there any sort of particularly unique um features or aspects of the actual physical property itself that you are starting to uh see as as a trend in particular sort of types of furniture eco design um or um smart room technology what 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 sort of features uh, within design hotels that are really piquing uh, consumers and, and guest interest? Where our focus is at Design Hotels is, or, or from a consumer perspective, we see a lot of talk and focus from us for, for the sustainability uh, piece. So that's, of course, key to us. Because um, we did observe that there's a, that the traveler is looking for, for yeah, sustainable experiences in, 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 in uh, in the world and that there's a different type of travel. And I think because when we say sustainable, it also, it's kind of everyone's covering that, that, that piece somehow. And, but it's, it's also purposeful travel as, as, an, as, as a new trend that we're seeing that people don't just want to go somewhere and kind of harvest the experience from, from the destination, but it's also what people can bring to the des- des- destination. How that translates into the architecture is, 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 is yeah, more of how the hotels are, are being built, integrating with the local communities, either supporting the local communities um, also from a sustainability perspective in terms of, you know, adding them as employees, training people on property. That's, that's, that, that's what we're seeing. Excellent. Simon, thank you ever so much for that. And it's really insightful to learn a bit more about design hotels and some of the challenges that you see around uh, hotel tech stack and digitalization in the industry. Thank you. Uh, so that was Simon Swatelik, the Director of Commercial Strategy and Analytics at Design Hotels. Absolutely fascinating uh, when you think about um, the um, array of types of design hotels and uh, what they can be there and the types of experiences they can deliver to guests. Um, so for more information, check out our other podcasts on travelmarket.life. Uh, we'll be following up this episode to explore more of the trends around hotel technology at uh, different types of hotel collections, um, as as well as how different types of tech is actually being deployed with independent small groups and large chain hotels. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Ryan Haynes. Ciao for now. For more, go to Travel Market Life. The music sensation by Zach Nelson is reproduced under license from Storyblocks. Travel Market Life is a Haynes Marcoms digital marketing agency production serving the travel and technology industries.